From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about the possibilities of having sex while she's on her period, how the two of you navigate that conversation, and what factors you might need to consider. And as we start today's show, I want you to think about this quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson that says, do not be too timid or squeamish about your actions. All life is an experiment. (laughs) And for some of you, even thinking about this topic of having sex while she's on her period, you're like, that's a big old experiment. And we're going to be squeamish and squeamish and maybe a little timid. Um, So this quote perfectly sums up what we're going to be talking about in today's show. But we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone just like you who's had a tremendous breakthrough. And we're so grateful to this week's hug sponsor, HelloFresh. And we're going to share more about them a little later in the show. First, this hug comes from an email that we recently received. And this wife says, I have to tell you that I had come across your podcast and IG page a while back, but never really looked that much into it. Come on. I love truth. Yep, I do too. I love the truth. She said, I recently started listening to your podcast and have been, in all capital letters, obsessed with all your content ever since. I've always really struggled with sex in my marriage, like never really wanting to do it. And I honestly don't even know that I've ever really orgasmed before, which is really sad, I know. We've been married eight years now and I'm done just having it be a chore and something I know I have to do but not enjoy it. I appreciate your podcasts and websites and books that have already helped me so much. I'm looking forward to diving into more stuff. Thanks for being the godly couple that you are. You are helping so many people, including myself. Amen. I love it. And I I love, here's a piece I like. We've been married eight years now. We've We've been married eight years now and I'm done. Like I'm done living this. Ho hum. Okay. Yep, we're we're ready to go extraordinary. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go. Well, absolutely, because it's never too late to do something different. It's never too late to bring another level into your marriage. And and that really is kind of what happened this past week in our own marriage. Yeah. Right? You all that have been around for a while, and those of you that are brand new, you're going to learn this, that when something goes on in our own marriage, you know, something in the dynamic between Tony and I, we bring it to you guys. Mm -hmm. Once we've had some time to process it, we're like, okay, we're dealing with this. There's got to be at least one other couple that has at least thought about it or needs to have a conversation about it. And that's why we get behind the microphones. And, And so we found ourselves in a situation this past week where I was on my period and Tony was in a very high stress situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just want to set this up. We had our huge conference at our church this past week. It's called empower conference. It's absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. I was unable to attend. Elisa was, she also volunteered there. So she was really on the go there. I didn't attend because I had some work stuff going on. Also things with our oldest going on with football and other things happening. Um, This past week is a one year anniversary of the passing of my father. Mm -hmm. So I took some time to go hang out with my mom. A lot happening to say the least. And so in high stress situations for Tony, sex is a stress reliever. 
So I've been at this conference. Tony's dealing with all of the other logistical things in our lives and, and the one year anniversary of his dad and, and the last day of the conference. And, you know, it, he and I are meeting up that night. Right. And, and so I send him a text and I'm like, uh, surprise came a couple days early. And so we get home because we had discussed earlier in the week. Right. We, we had, we were, we, I checked with Elise. I'm like, Hey, where are you? Because I know that once she starts her period, it's pretty much a no-go. Mm-hmm. There, there have been times, I will say, in our 21 years of marriage that we have had sex while she's on her period. It's slim and rare. Right. And and it just hasn't been something we've really explored. Mm-hmm. Right. So here we are and we're trying to you know, figure out how this is going to work. And, and we're in this situation where I'm like, hey, dude, I got my period. And he was just like, ugh. I mean, just the visible, like he's pro- he's starting to smoke right now, even as we're talking about it a week <laughs> later, just that feeling of, I need that connection with you yeah. and we don't tend to have sex while you're on your period. And I will have to say this for me, when it is a high stress period of time for me, there is the bliss of sexual intercourse, um, ability to ejaculate that I just lose myself and I like that. It just allows me to just be into Elisa, and that's the only thing I'm thinking about, and the only thing I want to want to even l- deal with at that moment. And, and I'm not saying deal with it; it's focus the, on focus on in that moment. And I and I in those moments of stress, I, I just love that. Mm-hmm. And so, so finding ourselves in this position, we we started down the road of a conversation of saying, well, well, why haven't we? Mm-hmm. Right. Why, why haven't we been in here? Why haven't we explored this? Why haven't we done like Emerson said and, and, you know, considered all life an experiment and tried this experiment. And so it really got me thinking about my own self, right? Because as the woman who has the period, you kind of drive what happens while you're on your period. Mm-hmm. Just putting it out there, ladies. It's one of those areas that we control. And, and so I realized that I had some, some conceptions or, or pre- preconceived ideas around sex on my period and how that impacted Tony and I. I mean, one, there is just the logistics of it being messy, right? You, you got extra fluids there, mm-hmm. right? So, so you've got a messiness. I, I know in my head over the years, I thought, well, maybe Tony's just going to think it's gross, right? Like, but here's the thing. I'd never actually asked Tony if it was gross to him. I just assumed that that, that was something that he thought, right? It goes back to that whole, we've done many shows and you've heard us talk about this. Um, stop trying to use ESP on your spouse. Which she's still doing. I, obviously, I'm still doing, mm-hmm. right? Hey, we're, we're, we're a work in progress. Absolutely. And, you know, some other ideas that I had around having sex on the period is, you know, if I already don't feel that great, is this really going to like, is this just going to make me feel worse? Is this going to help? You know, and, and over the years when Tony and I have been really disconnected in our marriage and you listen to some of the early shows where we share about that and, and the first 10 years where things were really just all over the place, when we were really disconnected, I would use my period as an opportunity to be even more disconnected. Like, praise God, I've got a week off. No joke, guys. I, I have had that thought before. Right. And I share that with you because I know I'm not alone, that there are a lot of wives that because there are situations going on in their marriage, when they get to the week of their period, they're like, whew, can't do anything. Got my period. Got my period. And, mm-hmm. and you know, this idea of taking a break when you've got your period, it was really interesting because not only are we having this conversation, but you know that we don't just get behind the mics and, and are always like, well, this is what Tony and Lisa think. Right. We started doing some research on this. And it's interesting that there have been, we did actually an informal poll 
of all of you on Instagram. On an Instagram story. And we, there was a story that came up as well where there's this period cup, right? That allows you to have sex while on your period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just posted it up because it was a cool little article. It's a startup company and they're, and they're really going after that to help, you know, men and women, husband and wives to have sex during the her period. And so what we found out though from the one family and, and the question was, have you ever had sex while on your period? 35% said, heck yeah. And 65%, 65% said, no way. So the interesting thing about this, is, and granted, completely informal poll here on IG Story, but if yes. you want to make sure that you get to be included on those future polls, make sure to follow us at One Extraordinary Marriage because we're always putting stuff up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you heard in the hug, you know, there's a lot of great content that people use in their marriages, so just follow us there on Instagram. But so this was, this was our informal study here in the one family. Now, there's an app called Clue that's a period tracking app that actually did a study of about 95,000 women significantly larger than our sample size in over 200 countries. And what they found, which is huge. I mean, that is a massive sampling. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And this is a study they did last year. And they found that only 15% of women engage in regular sexual activity during their period. So here's the thing for the one family, we're 20% higher right on to you guys for that. Rock stars. Yep. Rock stars. Uh, the study also went on to find that 49% of women reported avoiding any and all genital sexual activity during their period. 21% reported avoiding all activity, even non-genital, during their period. So would that be like kissing, hugging? Touch. touch. Mm-hmm. So 21% said they avoid just physical like, interaction altogether. Yeah. Okay. Talk about disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about disconnect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's once uh, roughly a seven-day period every month. Right. And I actually, just so you all know, um, I checked out on Mayo Clinic, and they say the average period, you know, it varies from two to seven days. Okay. So whatever your span is, somewhere in there. Um, and then the last, the last number that I found interesting was that 41% uh, of the respondents reported having sexual contact with their own genitals. And, but focused only on stimulating their partner. So there's this category that are like, you know what? Oh, uh, okay. Don't, so mess, don't, don't mess with me, but I am happy so to don't take touch, care of you. So don't touch the vagina. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm fine with giving you a blowjob, jacking you off, doing whatever to please you. Right. During that period. Okay. Right. Which is interesting because that ties in a little bit back with the orgasm uh, infographic that we had done, the mm-hmm. study that we had done about pleasing partners and things like that. So yes. it's all kind of coming around. But all this to say, like I said, Mayo says that, you know, the periods last between two and seven days. So every month for a period of somewhere between two and seven days, for somewhere between 15 and 35% of the population, the sexual intimacy changes, right? That's a pretty substantial number of people who are being impacted. And you know, let me, a couple caveats here. One is every woman's period is different. And we even talked about in the past PMS, mm-hmm. which has a huge impact on a, a subset of women as well and how that really impacts this period time for them. And, you know, not only is every woman's period different, but within within that week, five to seven days, I think, you know, for most women, you know, she has days of heavier flow and lighter flow. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And so the conversations couples that you're going to have around this are not going to be a one-time conversation. Cause I can tell you that there are some months where I'm like, Hey, you know what? That period, no big deal. And other months where I'm like, I think I'm hemorrhaging. I'm that heavy mm-hmm. day in and day out. I'm like, good grief. How can a human body produce this much blood and, and still be, you know, like walking around and fine. And so you, you have to know all of those little factors and you have to be having the conversations in your marriage because this idea of having sex while she's on her period, it's not a one-time conversation. It's going to depend on the seasons in your marriage. And so, you know, coming back to where we were, just to kind of give you a, an idea on this conversation is that when Tony uh, was like, hey, I'd still really like to have sex with you. Like really, really would like to have sex with you. And so, you know, it was me thinking through, okay, where am I in my cycle? I was still far enough on the early side that I was light. But still heavier, I will say this. This time around though, you were still at a place where you were heavier than I think we've ever had sex while you're on your period. Sure, because generally I'm like in... I'm like a good to go in the first 12 hours. I'm like, yeah, no problem. But this was, this has actually been over 24 hours. And so I really, in for me, just the way my body's wired days two and three are just really, really heavy. Mm -hmm. And so, so I knew I was kind of pushing my comfort level, which also meant that I had to deal with all the baggage that I've been carrying around for the last, I'm 44 years old now, right? The the baggage that I've been carrying around about, well, is it going to be too messy? Is it going to be too gross? And is this just going to make me feel worse? Or is it actually going to be like, like an actual experience Mm -hmm. with Tony? And, And you know, guys, there are so many times where you find yourselves at a place like that in your marriage and you have to make a choice. I could have very easily have been have blown Tony off and felt justified like, well, I've got my period, honey. And I actually think as much as he wanted to have sex, as much as he needed that for the stress relief, I think he would have let me off understanding that I had my period. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's ever any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. W- one bit. Because again, uh, the conversation flows. I think the big thing here, you guys is you got to get that conversation going. Most months, this is this doesn't even come up. Right. It, it really doesn't. Again, like Elisa said, sort of that first 12 hours, even 24, it can be fairly light for her. So that's not where we really even have an issue. It is when it gets into those two, three, four, those days where it's like, no way. It, it was, it, and, and having known that that's where we were, I was just expressing that, man, I really wish it hadn't come so soon. Like, Because I was early. We weren't planning on that. I mean, we had discussed this. So that's just where my mindset was. What was interesting was Elise was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you, you can find yourself in those positions in your marriage where whether we're talking about having sex while she's on her period or, or other things where you, you, you have an opportunity to make a decision. What am I get, Just because I've always done things one way, what can I do right now? right? It's the whole motto for our year, right? What can I do? And in that moment, I, I knew that I had a choice, right? And I knew that I could say yes. And that I just had to, you know, and this is part of those strategies that come around it, right? Of saying, okay, what do I need to do to make this work for me so that I am not like mentally checked out with Tony? What do I need to do to make this work for him so that I, you know, so that we're connected and he's getting that experience. So I knew I had to take a shower first, mm-hmm. right? Like I just had to feel as clean as I possibly could given the fact that I was on my period, right? 
I also, and this is, it was, this was such a weird thing. And he made, he made comment about it after is for whatever reason, all of our sex towels are light colored towels. Most of them are. Most yes. of them are. I, I have no idea why it's just what's happened over the years. But I was so conscious of the fact that I was bleeding at the time that I was like, that we have a couple of towels in our bathroom that are dark. And I very intentionally pulled one of the dark towels. Now I have since found out through Amazon that there are all kinds of different pads, both reusable and disposable pads. We're going to put them in our Amazon shop. So there'll be a link here in the show notes um, so that you can do this. Cause I was like, Oh, that would have been good mm-hmm. to know. And trust me for future months, those will be in the house. Right. Because now we're putting strategies into this. And I will say though, it was interesting though, that Elisa got that darker towel. For me, it was very much noticeable. I didn't bring anything up about it when she brought it out. And yet I was like, okay, noted. I understand where she's coming from because in the cleanup phase of this, she, she just wants to be like, Hey, it's cleaned up. I'll, I'll, clean up and I'll put this in the laundry room and it'll all wash away. So it, for, for her, the visual afterwards mm-hmm. didn't need to be one that was smacking her face. It, it just needed to be, okay, cool. We're, we're, we're done and we're, we're moving on. So it was interesting that, you know, we were able to do this and then, you know, it was the conversations that came after of saying, you know, what does this look like? And really what got me thinking as Tony and I had finished having sex that night is, are there actual benefits to having sex while she's on her period, right? Because it worked. I mean, we're obviously doing a show on it. You know, it wasn't like the wheels fell off and we were in this horrendous fight and it was like the worst thing ever because it wasn't. Mm -mm. And it was actually a different way to connect at a different time in the month that we don't usually connect. And so, you know, what we want to do is we want to share those benefits with you. But before we do, we want to, we do want to talk about the benefits of this week's sponsor, HelloFresh. Yeah. Now, for those of you that don't know, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers Hello Delivery, your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients. So you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And the recipes are outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. And I really appreciate that HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly with three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. So you've got all your options covered because... Here's the thing. You're not going to spend all night in the kitchen because most of these recipes only take about 30 minutes. Yeah. They're quick. They're easy. And I will have to say they're savory and delicious. I do. I I just think they have a a, a great taste for all palates. I mean, they they just, they change it up for us where it's like, ah, something new in the house. Because you know you get into those those meal ruts where you're doing the yes. same thing over and over again. And this will get you out of the meal rut. Go get HelloFresh. Definitely. And and here's you know what's so great about being a HelloFresh subscriber. It just it cuts down on my grocery shopping and meal planning time and pretty much eliminates the what are we having for dinner tonight question. And you know, you get to choose your delivery day. And if you're going out of town, I mean let's face it, it's summertime. If you're going on vacation, pause your delivery. 
So when that HelloFresh box shows up on your doorstep, you're going to be all smiles because less time spent thinking about the groceries or shopping means more time for you and your love. So for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash OEM30 and enter OEM30. That's right. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com slash OEM30 and enter OEM30 at checkout. So here's what the research shows about the benefits of having sex while she's on her period. Now, we've spent a lot of time over the years here at One talking about orgasms. But we have. We have. We have. And uh, orgasms are a tremendous pain reliever. Okay. Right? Because they flood your body with all those good endorphins and whatnot. And so, you know, if you're... And I'm assuming on both sides. Male and female. Yes. I, yeah, I had to think about what you were saying there for a second. Yes, right, because when you've got that that release, I mean, it's exactly what you were talking about even with the stress, right, mm-hmm. which is another benefit is that it's a stress reliever, right? When you get that flood of endorphins, your body is like, whoo, like I'm not thinking about anything else except the feel good, mm-hmm. the feel good, the feel good. And so so if you've got cramps or other pain associated, you know, an orgasm might be better than ibuprofen or Tylenol. I'm just saying and it may actually work faster because you don't have to wait till to actually kick in. You can just, mm-hmm. you know, have that orgasm. You know, another benefit, you don't have to worry about lubrication while you're on your period. The the one interesting thing when I was doing all the research that it did say though was that you could actually have the opposite effect. And we've talked about this sometimes with lubricants where you could have too much and so it's too a little much. too slippery. Yeah. So it could go either way, but it is nice not to have to worry about the lubrication on the front end. Well, in the event of that, mm-hmm. Taking a shower, mm-hmm. cleaning yourself out. Mm-hmm. I mean, d- would you can, that you can, help? Probably, to some extent. I, yeah, I mean, we'll have to test that out a little bit more to see. Right. But it's just something to be aware of. I mean, because there are a lot of women, we talk about lubrication a lot on the show as well. And, you know, we talk about our favorites that sit in our shower and our bed and whatnot. And they're all available on the Amazon shop. Uh, but to have that period of time where you don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you can just be like... Here's the biggest thing I think we got to we got to hit right from the start though here is we have to have a mindset shift and a paradigm shift that having your period is part of your just your cycle. Mm-hmm. And having sex during her period is just something different mm-hmm. and it's not something, you know, completely horrendous. Right. Or again, we're not saying we're experts at this, you guys. We're we're still just learning and and diving into this more and and sharing it with you, so that way you can begin your own journey down this road of what does that look like? Because so many of you are doing the intimacy lifestyle, mm-hmm. and you have it planned and it's working, and yet, hey, this comes about every you know four weeks, and it's right there. In your intimacy lifestyle, so how do you work it? How do you work having sex around or during her period through the intimacy lifestyle? Absolutely, because you know, as we talk about the the pain relieving uh, benefits, as we talk about the stress relieving and lubrication, and you know, for some women too, their bodies are more sexually sensitive. Okay. In that week, right? Which was surprising. When you say me. when you say sexually sensitive, are they heightened for heightened, orgasm? A heightened for orgasm, heightened okay. um, nipple sensitivity, right? There are other parts of their body that maybe because you know, like for us, uh, 
total disclosure here, oral sex is not on the table when I've got my period. Like that's a no go. I I can't even wrap my head around that. Around that. Yep. So and that's typically uh, like our our first uh, our, our go to, right for me. Yeah. Right. T- Tony performs oral sex on me. And so knowing that that's not an option, like how am I going to, I have to have a greater awareness of myself. What else is going to work for me? Right. And, and the thing is, you know, as we talk about that mindset shift, it's also thinking, you know what, this is not gross. Right. I shared with you my mindset stuff. Having your period ladies is just having your period. And also just like anything else, it may not happen the first time. You may not have this major epiphany and be like, oh my gosh, this is it from now on. For some of you, that may be. For others, it may take some time. Give yourself that time to try. And at the end, make the decision together. Did, mm-hmm. did, it, did it work? I mean, you may have to give yourself two or three months, four months of, of trying to see does it bring pleasure? Does it work for both of you guys? I know there are also other, we, we've come from the side of the wife. Mm-hmm. I also know there are many guys and husbands who are just like, no way. Mm-hmm. They also, you guys also have those blocks up as well. And this is your wife's natural body. This is her natural flow. This is her menstrual cycle. This is what's happening with her. So get to know her during this time, talk to her about it. And Hey, if for you, it's a no go, let her know that as well, because she may be thinking like, Hey, you know, maybe my husband will want to do this. And you're like, no, you know what, honey, I'm okay with that. So the discussion, the conversation around it is what matters the most. What you two decide to do is independent upon where you guys land. No, you brought up a good point there with with men and a lot of the research or a lot of the articles that I was reading in preparation for the show was talking about the fact that, that for men, you know, this might be the one time during the month, if you condoms are not your regular form of birth control, that for a lot of men, they choose to use condoms mm. during that month, just as another way to be intimate with their partner. But if you know, like blood touching them is not something, you know, they're like, eh, put a condom on. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at this. I mean, I think the big, the big breakthrough that Tony and I had was this is not a week that we necessarily need to quote unquote take off. This is not a week that we have to quote unquote be disconnected, but rather what, what strategies, what flexibility do we need to bring into our lovemaking to say, okay, what do we do during this five to seven days so that we still get to be connected so that we still have this, this sense of who we are as a team and as partners, instead of being like, well, she's got her period, you know, see you in five days which is what a lot of couples do. I, I did it, guys. I told you that at the start of the show. That was me. We're in a different place now in our marriage. And that's been one that's been, that has been a journey, right? So I know for a lot of you listening to this show, you're like, oh, I don't know if we can do that. Have a conversation about it. But if you're going to talk about sex, the number one rule about talking about sex here at the One Extraordinary Marriage, on the One Extraordinary Marriage show is don't do it in your bedroom right before you're getting ready to have sex. Right. Have a conversation sitting on your back deck this summer and say, hey, have you ever thought or what do you think about? Would you be willing to try this? Is this something? How do you feel about this? What are some of those messages that you're carrying around about sex on your period or sex on her period, depending on which one of you is initiating the conversation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start exploring those because here's an opportunity to not just, you know, have this this different sexual experience for the two of you while she's on her period, but also for the two of you to grow emotionally closer by having the conversation around it. 
It's not just about the sex, guys. It's never just about the sex. It's an opportunity for the two of you to grow closer as a couple and say, how do we want to tackle this? Because mm-hmm. as long as she's as long as she's able to menstruate, as long as she's having her period, she, this is going to be an issue in your marriage. You're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, and this is somewhere again. This is something for us that we have brought up in the past together, and it's it sort of just ebbs and flows. It's it's not a huge thing that comes up every month. There are times when it does. There are times when it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing for us has been that we're open to at least discussing it. Mm -hmm. And this one, this, this past time, I think what was pushing it for us was that it wasn't just in that first 12 hours, 24 hours. I mean, we were into that second day and that for Elisa has been a place in the past where she's just like, "Mm, not really having it. So it really did extend us a bit there. This is the cycle. Right? This is something that happens to every woman that has a period. So what can the two of you do? What conversations do the two of you need to have around this week? Right? What can you, what conversations, what strategies can you start saying, you know what, next month, let's talk about this. Well, let's talk about it before next month comes so that we've got a plan for when next month comes. Right? What? And it could be a quick question. It could be a quick, like, hey, we're, we're both not into it and we're done. Done. And that's, and that's your conversation. Or if you're like, well, let's just try it on the front end or maybe on the back end. Okay, done. Let's, I just need to have something dark on the bed so I don't see the, the blood. Okay, done. Right? Start having these conversations. Guys, the reason we get behind these microphones is to help you be extraordinary. And this is going to be one of those conversations that's going to be a game changer in your marriage. Yeah. And I, I think not only the conversation, but the ability to have sex during her period. I think it's, it, I think it, once you guys get into there and testing it out, trying it out, what does it feel like? What, where do we, where do we fall on this? It could be a total game changer for you guys. So go out there this weekend and begin to discuss it. That's the biggest thing. Discuss it. And with this next menstrual cycle, put into play what you guys discuss and then go from there because you don't know until you try an experiment. So go for it, enjoy, change the mindset about that and have an amazing sexual experience together. We love you guys and we're excited for what's ahead in your lives, in your marriage, as you go after it the remainder of this year. We love you guys and we'll see you next week. Love you guys.